What's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Graveyard. I am the Graveyard Gamer. Now you might notice this tag says Out of the Crypt Graveyard Review for Hitman 2. Now let me explain what that is. Out of the Crypt, you might know if you look through my library, I have several of these. This is when I used to host my podcast on a different podcasting platform. I've incorporated a lot of the older episodes on here and that Out of the Crypt just means that hey, this is a an older episode. Now, the thing is, is in my very first few episodes, I actually incorporated a lot of reviews in those episodes. So, since you can't really tell that, I thought, you know what, there's about three reviews that I kind of want to put out there. Let them stand on my own. Hopefully, you guys get a chance to listen to them. The first one up was Hitman 2. And the reason I went with Hitman 2, well, I've just been on a Hitman roll. Between Hitman 3 being so fantastic, doing the awesome joint episode with Lost at Sea Gaming for the Hitman franchise... I just, I had to get this Hitman 2 review out. I hope you like it. I hope you enjoy it. Again, this is one of my very first recordings, so it may sound a little bit different, but I hope you enjoy the graveyard review for Hitman 2. All right, everybody, it's time for the graveyard review of Hitman 2. Let me just start off by saying I'm a huge Hitman franchise fan. I love the way they just give you a sandbox tell you to go have fun, figure out your way to take out the marks, take out everybody if you want to, which, by the way, is a fun challenge to do on every level. It, there's a lot of fun stuff with the Hitman franchise. Hitman 2016, which was kind of a soft reboot, I absolutely loved. I'm one of the people that loved, loved it being episodic in nature. I felt like I really got to explore every level, so I could not wait to get to Hitman 2. And I gotta say, this is gonna be a positive review. There's some negatives I gotta throw its way, but ultimately, there's some positives. So, let's grab those twin ballers and let's jump in the Hitman 2 review. So right off the bat, let's talk about the graphics. And I gotta say, these graphics are very, very clean. They're very crisp. I don't think they're gonna break your Xbox One X or your PS4 Pro or push them to the limits, but they do a very good job here. Everything is clean. The animations, which I consider part of graphics on how things look, I think they're done very well. You can go into a street and find just thousands of people out there. And for the most part, you don't see that repeating pattern of the same people over and over again. That's not to say it doesn't happen, but you see a good variety of people. And that's always important when you're doing crowd control in a game because it doesn't look like the same thing over and over again. And they do that very well here in Hitman. Another thing is the levels. They all have their own unique look to them. They all look really cool, and I love the way they do that. And graphically, they're all that sharpness about them. You know, when you go to something like the Miami, everything is bright. Like, it's a super bright level. Uh, the sun is bright. There's race cars. There's nice, awesome gleams off the race cars if you watch them drive by. You walk around, and you feel like, yeah, I could definitely use some shades out here. Versus on the last level where it's kind of in a dark inlet cove and you're going into a cave everything is kind of dim and it matches with what's going on with that level and I really appreciate their art style and the graphics to back that up so if you're really into graphics I don't think this is gonna like blow your mind but I think you're gonna be really happy here so let's go to our gameplay because this is where it's at right you can have the prettiest game but if your gameplay ain't holding up you might have some big problems and I gotta say, these are some solid, solid controls. If you played Hitman 2016, you know what to expect going in here. However, just be aware that the developers have really fine-tuned a lot of things here. It's tight. It's improved in every which way. If you haven't played Hitman 2016 and you just remember the old ones, 
Maybe you're thinking of having to hold down the L button and Agent 47 doing that weird scoot on his knee. Yeah, you don't do that no more. It's an awesome, you click, you're in crouch, and you go and you stealthily do it. It really takes a lot of the third-person action games that are out there right now, and it puts those controls into the Hitman franchise. Starting with Absolution, they took the normal third-person action games and they kind of put them in that game. They got more refined when they went to Hitman 2016 to where they I thought they were really, really good. And in this game, I mean, they have really just kind of went and cranked up all the screws to make sure every nut and bolt is in place and you get some good stuff here. I mean, from pulling off headshots to pulling off chokes, because sometimes in the past games, those could be kind of rough depending on how close you are. I mean, everything is here. You, you want to do something, you can pretty much do it. Throwing wrenches to knock somebody out. I mean, it, it's all there. And... With the gameplay, just the amount of things you can actually do in this game is insane. Like I said, they drop you in the sandbox and tell you to go have fun. And you can either follow the predetermined storylines that they have and ways to kill somebody that they offer you, or you could create your own. I find that the opportunities they give you, the ones that kind of point you in the direction where they go, those remind me of a lot of the ones that in previous Hitman games you would hear people say, Oh man, I found a cool way to do it. And I would always be like, man, i never even seen that way. And with that, let's talk about level design. Because the gameplay is tight, but what about the playground? What about that sandbox they're dropping you into? I gotta say, I actually by far enjoyed these levels on average more than I enjoyed the ones from Hitman 2016. And I've already told you that was my game of the year. What makes it so good here is they really each have their own unique feel to them. They have their own unique layouts. And they're just really well done. I mean, there's no way to say it. They, they're big enough to not feel small, but not too big to feel huge, if that makes sense. I will say this as well. For the longest time, my favorite level had been A Simple Life in Hitman Blood Money. It was a lot of fun. It was in an American neighborhood. There were so many fun, cool things you do in there. I just loved it. This game has finally beaten that one. And it's actually called, appropriately enough, Another Life. It's, again, in another American suburb, but it is like that 1950s middle class almost kind of gives you those vibes, and I dug everything. From dressing like a cupcake salesman to an exterminator, I mean, I just loved the layout, which, again, is not big. You're only talking two streets you can go on, but there's so many houses you can enter, so many different ways, so many different opportunities as well. I mean, there's one where you get dressed as a real estate guy, and you get to hear some of the Funny humors. Agent 47 goes through the house and details all these bloodstains and how to clean. I mean, it's just funny stuff, man. Uh, it just, the levels themselves lend to the replayability. And I really, really appreciate that because I got to go here and tell you this. There's only really five levels here. Yes, there is a training mission you start with. It's really small. It's really cool. Don't get me wrong. You'll enjoy it. You're on a beach, going to a house, but that's really about it. It's just, a house on a beach some cool stuff but it's really just kind of introduced you to everything so you really get five levels with the base game and the base game is the sixty dollars so it really to me helps out that they do have so much replayability in each of these levels just built in just having fun just trying new ways just exploring what's around this corner that really takes it to a new level let me also say that the story in this is really well done I think Hitman Absolution was the first game that really tried to push a lot of story to it and it kind of hurt the game. 
Hitman 2016 kind of had some little threads in there, and I think that helped. This game picks those threads up, expands a little bit, but they never lose sight of the fact that you're not really playing Hitman for a story. But it is cool to have a connecting theme, and I really enjoyed it. I cannot wait after that ending to see where it goes next. Another thing to say about the story is, if you've kind of paid attention, there was kind of a rocky development history here, and that affected, I'm assuming, the budget to do certain things. When you're t getting told these story plot points, they're not told in full motion video. It's more static pictures with voices going on. That can be somewhat distracting because when you look at some of the graphics in here or when they do have a really cool cutscene for a few seconds, it looks really, really good. So it is disheartening that they could push it. But you can't really blame them if they decided to put the resources in the gameplay and the game than the pictures. So just be aware of that when you go to start the game. That part does come off a little bit hokey here as a game that is positioned as a major release in 2018 that you're, you're getting those static displays. But when we go to Fun Factor. Fun Factor for the Hitman games is all about the replayability and it's here. It is here. You have these base levels that I've said. I've enjoyed every one of them. I have a new favorite for the franchise in here. You do have escalation missions. You do have elusive target missions. You have my personal favorite, the contract mode. That is just a ton of fun to do. There's a new ghost multiplayer mode. And there is some DLC coming and some that's already out. So at the end of the day, replayability adds so much to the fun factor. The fun factor is pretty high on this. So when you take all of that, you take all those, you put them in a blender, you roll it out, and we got to give you the graveyard score. Honestly, this score is a 9.25. This is a solid entry in the game. And as a little bonus, the developers are hooking you up. If you actually had Hitman 2016 and you never upgraded to the upgrade pack, if you buy Hitman 2, you can get a free upgrade pack. Which means if you didn't do the... Patient Zero pack, you can actually get that as well for free, which is a cool little bonus DLC that came with 2016. So, 9.25. I do recommend if you are into any of these Hitman games or any kind of stealthy base game, this is probably going to be a game you like. And if you're just curious about these new Hitman games, I do think these are well worth checking out for almost any player. Alright gamers, there you go. Out of the crypt, Hitman 2, 9.25. So definitely guys, if that doesn't convince you to try out Hitman 2, try out Hitman 3, go get Hitman 2016. These are three great, amazing games. So guys, with that being said, you can always find me on Gmail at The Graveyard Gamer if you want to reach out to me. You can see what I've been up to at The Graveyard Gamer on Instagram or on Twitter at The Graveyard G where I'm always posting new screenshots of what I've been playing. But until next time, guys, I'll be creeping around the graveyard.